Alexis is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never right. been anybody as right. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their club. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat your children. It was just banter. Stay off the weed. And England win on penalties. History in itself. You know, I think it's a great city. I think they got the best organization in the NBA. But they do have some big old wins. I'm here with the winner, Derek Lewis. Derek, why don't you take your pants off? Balls are fun. I understand. Call the ticket quickly, Reggie! Yeah! Yes, good match. No money's in the fucking reserves. Listen, I ain't gonna forget about this by the time we get the motorway. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. I'm Luke Byron, today joined by Kenan Bonner might recognize him he's been on before but it was a fairly long time ago probably like two years ago now maybe keenan i think so i think that's probably about right good evening because the highlight of the recording for me was something that we actually didn't pick up when we did the recording i think i know what you're gonna say but i don't you got put in uh sparring or something when you went to like karate or something with rory yeah yeah, I wasn't. wasn't and that was the. It was like thirty seconds after we'd finished the podcast, yeah. and I looked to check if I just happened to accidentally have left it recording, and no, we didn't. No, it wasn't. That wasn't fun as kids, but now as two grown men, I think it'd be even worse for me. I don't yeah, know, I wouldn't enjoy it. No, he was saying to me the other day, like, oh, I'm thinking of doing maybe some judo or something. And, yeah, you'll be on your own going there. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, he made the offer the other day uh, as one one by him, and I said no, thank you, I'm okay. When I went when I went to jujitsu with him, apart from being twisted like a pretzel by like fully grown like old men, yeah. the the worst thing for me is during the warm up you have to um, <laughs> like fall back flat, like brace your fall, and I can't do it. Like I physically, I I brace my fall every time. Yeah. No matter how many times, and it's the worst because it was like a long mat through the middle, and essentially you had to uh, kind of jog around the outside, and then when you got to the end, you had to go through the middle doing this like fall backwards, essentially in the line. So everyone who's jogging around the outside is just seeing you or me in this case not able to fall flat on their back properly. So I should have probably known the way it was going to go from there onwards. No, uh, I did a few sessions of that with him, uh, and I got dump tackled by probably a 17, 18 stone Eastern European bloke who was just <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, and basically, I, I hit the floor, hit the floor, all of the wind came out of me, and in that second, I decided I would not be back ever again. <laughs> I had some awful old bloke who was, I think, because the, the class was smaller so it was meant to be like a beginner's class but there were some people who were a bit further on who were coming down as well yeah and i had this old bloke and i don't know who he was trying to prove a point to but like i would tap and he just wasn't letting go like his ego was like getting like a power up or something or we would have to try we try and learn something 
and he'd be like, oh, I'll just try this on you. <laughs> it's not really helping me here, just being bent all sorts of ways like this. No, I've got to assert dominance in these classes. Let people know. Let people well, that's know clearly what happened. But I know there was one kind of uh, exercise where essentially half the time you were in the top position trying to put them in some, make them tap. And then the other time you're on the bottom trying to defend. Yeah. And uh, I was on the top and I just kind of, I managed to do enough to hold this kid still to the point where he couldn't do anything to me. And he was like, are you going to try and, no, no. No. We're fine here. I you can't do anything to me. He he must have been about half my size and I was just putting all of my weight down while holding his wrists and I thought I can cope with this for the next thirty seconds or whatever it's gonna be. Yeah, I think uh, I think the career I think our careers in MMA passed us by quite quickly, um, Yeah, so nice. I've I've still got the gi. So if, if someone was to come in my room like you do a bit of uh, martial arts, did you? Yeah, I left that behind now. So, I mean, I don't like to talk about it much, and we'll just leave it at that. That's oh, nice. It's a nice, it's a nice excuse. I wish I still yes. had my good, my geese from doing karate. Not <laughs> anywhere, anywhere close to fit. It would just be interesting to see. I, I haven't got any of it anymore. It used to be uh, uh, we... when, when, Rory, when Rory was training. Um, he used to have uh, as he got a bit older. They used to give him like plasticized different versions of the weapons you'd use they were quite fun like, <laughs> like he had like a styrofoam pair of nunchucks and they, they were good fun they still like they still hurt if you got hit, hit with them but like, they really really did but that's definitely from like a fully grown bloke that didn't feel comfortable swinging like a pretend lightsaber around and he's like if we do this like it's martial arts here i can get away with this yeah so having like a sword that he can fling about probably just made him feel a bit better and he's gone from there no, like it was all sorts. He had the I'm really bad with the names, but the big the big stick as well, and the 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 side he had there like a, a soft pair of like side, but without the blade, just the wooden. And yeah, basically, that was he, he just used to like it in people that. I've I've mentioned on there before that I did um, my work experience at the Crown Courts, and so you, you saw and heard all kind of weird things there, and yeah. uh, there was some bloke who was threatening people at cash points on like a Thursday night in the early hours with a samurai sword. And he was released and he came back and this was a reoffending thing because he was charged again when they had a call that someone was threatening people with nunchucks <laughs> at a cash point. No, no thanks. It'd be hard to look intimidating with a pair of nunchucks because unless you're doing the like thing you see in the films where you're swinging them all sorts of ways... Yeah. Then you would just look like a complete clown. Yep. I see that. I get that. But oh. the, the, imagine going to draw the imagine going to draw a ten around and someone's there with a katana. <laughs> <of Tana. laughs> <laughs> what do you do? Well, I'll, I'll, I'll say now if anyone hasn't realised, we're doing this via the magic of Skype. We haven't broken protocol to get a podcast done. Me and TK did one actually. The last, literally, like an hour before they made the announcement saying that people were going into lockdown. So it does mean that the people who can't, we can't usually get on the podcast can jump on. So when people see more frequently episodes popping up in their feed, then they'll know why. So I've got a similar episode to what I did with Rory yesterday. So it's kind of like I'm a game show host here and I've just got some preset questions for you, but I've got some different ones where 
me and Rory did things about MMA, so I've got a different spin of things to do there before we get into the ones that I'll be asking people all week and closing out with uh, your favourite 11. Cool. So, really, really hard question. Sorry, the favourite 11. Yeah. Well, it, it should have been harder. When we did it originally on... Uh, we did it on an episode of the podcast, um, and some of the teams, you wouldn't know that it was not us just picking like the best team until yeah. you had me and TK. So TK had, I think, like Maldini and someone else on the left side of his defence, but then Dan Agger and uh, Mika Richards on the right. I had Luke Young in my back three. Well, so yeah, we mixed I, it up a bit more there. Like I got close. I mean, I got close to putting John Joe Shelby in, in the centre of my midfield. Well, um, at, at, the, at the time it was, you could only have a max of three players from the club you supported. Okay. Until I was getting a barrage of messages from Rory the night before we were recording, essentially saying that, well, look, I can do it, but it's not going to be my favourite team because I want to get this player, this player, this player in. And I was like, you know what, you're the first person doing it this week. I'll just take that parameter out and just let people go with it. So, interestingly, looking at my team, there are three Liverpool players. I sort of took it upon myself to try and fit Try try and not just overload it with Liverpool players. Because, yeah. I mean, I could have could have done a team where essentially it would be 10 Liverpool players and then it would just be Thierry yeah. Henry. Um, <laughs> but, but so I thought I'd move, move it and go go for a few a few a few different players and a few different teams. But we'll go through and I can give you yeah. the explanation. So I mean, we're going to do a bit about some American sports today. So for anyone that hasn't listened before, do you support any American teams? So the only American sport that I've got a real interest in is the NFL, um, and for me, it's the Sunday, it's it's the Chargers. Ooh. Yeah, I, they were linked I, with uh, Brady at one point, and then and he's gone to uh, the Bucks instead. See, I I actually quite like that he's gone to Tampa, but only because I love Bruce Arians. I think he's. I, if he was if he wasn't a head coach, I could see him sitting in a bar somewhere in somewhere like New Orleans, was still with the same cagoule on, um, just play, just playing just playing the cello, playing not a cello, sorry, playing an instrument in a jazz band, just in in the back of it. I think he's did one of you, the coolest blokes on the planet. Did you follow any of the gossip in the summer? Did did you at any point allow yourself to think that Brady might be on the way? No, no, I didn't think I didn't think it was there. I got to be honest, for the longest time. I thought between Kraft and Belichick that they they would just stump up the money. Um, I honestly thought for for quite a while that all the rumours that he was just eventually they'd find a way. I know there was cap cap space issues and it was whether they could give him the money he wanted. That was I don't know if you heard the same thing, but that was the big thing that I kept hearing yeah. was that after taking contracts for the team for so many years, this is inevitably his last deal. So he wanted to t- wanted to take his money. I did wonder because uh, we said before when this summer with the NBA, uh, I convinced myself firstly that Kyrie was going to come to the Knicks, then that Kyrie and KD were going to come to the Knicks, then that they were going to get Zion in the draft. And then I was actually at that point that convinced that I was having debates as to who I would rather have out of Kyrie and Kemba Walker alongside Durant and pricing up how many jerseys I was going to have to buy but obviously, it didn't quite go that way. Pre, pre, I uh, pre the lockdown and the shutdown. Katie's Katie's injured, is he not? 
Uh, yeah, he's injured, and then he caught Corona as well. <laughs> That's a rough ride. With uh, with what you said about the rumours about Brady and that, I read that it went back to the year that they traded Garoppolo, that the night before they actually tried trading Brady instead to um, Belichick wanted to trade Brady to the Niners instead. And Kraft was quickly was that's absolutely not happening. But Brady got wind of it. And so the journalist was saying from that point onwards, if he was a betting man, he would have been betting every year that Brady isn't going to be here come the end of this contract, this contract. So they said it was inevitable. And I do, I do like it when he does, he's not just, I mean, he's happy to go and give it a go because you could easily just stay there and his legacy is secured already. Yeah. Yeah. So the, um, I mean, if they in terms of legacy, I don't, I mean, I, I really like what Tampa Bay have got going forward. I mean, the, the two wide receivers both went to the Pro Bowl last year. Um, I mean, I do like what they've got going forward, but if he can go and improve that team and take him on another level, I think to go somewhere else and do it, to do it in the comfort of Belichick where that system was set for so long um, and just to keep keep winning is ridiculous. But if he can go and do it somewhere else and adjust to to a new system and improve Tampa and take him on, then I think it, it only just cements it that bit further, doesn't it? Yeah, one more. If he could win a Super Bowl with them, then it probably means more than another two or three with the Patriots. I don't think he would have got another two or three with the Patriots, but that's kind of when you look back and they do the 30 for 30 at the end of his career, yeah. which he, he does need. We need so we need a controversy with him. So we have something to have the little lull in the 30 for 30 to give the pick up afterwards. I, I agree. I do. Have I you seen that? Sorry, so they're dropping the MJ documentary early now because there's no NBA. No, I haven't. Yeah, they're dropping it on Netflix on... I'm going to say May, I think it's like the 17th of May maybe. But yeah, they're, they're dropping it early because uh, there's nothing else on. And it's like a 10-part series behind uh, the dynasty they are there with the Bulls. So okay. right. it's but meant imagine- to be like ridiculous. I can I can see it being incredibly good. I mean, if, he, yeah. if he's included, I know that people have got a lot of issues with, with Jordan post-basketball, but I mean, I quite like listening to him talk. They've been working on it for years as well, so it's not like they've rushed it out just to get... They Apparently, they've had all this footage just kind of sat there, and now they've just put it all together. I think I, I think it could be brilliant. Like, like I say, I mean, if yeah. he's involved, I, I like listening to him speak. I think he's just a really interesting bloke. I, I mean, they'll. I mean, he's one of them. He's one of them characters. It's like um, the little NBA films things about Jerry Rice. You can just pull in a higher echelon. The the, the stars that you can pull in to bring into those sort of documentaries. It, it's just bigger. Like you see some you know, sporting documentaries, and it's like oh, a, a defensive back who played with him for two years. And it's like, oh, okay, great. It's a little inside. So yeah. you start, you hear, then you get to a certain level. Like, I mean, God, God rest him. But when it when it comes and they do, which they inevitably will, the feature on COVID, everyone, yeah. everyone will come out of the woodwork in essence to come and speak about him. And it makes what you want in things like this. I always want to hear from players who are at the very top. Well, if you um, look, I don't know if you know, until further notice, the NFL network is actually free to download. It's they, it's free to subscribe. Oh, 
Yeah, sure. So so you can get all the they've got like every Super Bowl on there, all the regular season games and all sorts. So there's plenty that you can look at on there. I was watching an old Super Bowl on there the other day, and they just got some random like good games as well. Yeah, no, I did see that the the other day. Um, I think it was on, I saw it on Facebook actually, but I was just having a look as like NFL films would pop up, um, and I just yeah. like, uh, like the short stuff, uh, like they did the uh, did players of the decade and players of the century and stuff. Um, toward, towards the end of last year, and they were always they're always interesting. So, would you are, you are you more inclined to root for the Patriots without Brady or Brady without the Patriots? Brady without the Patriots. Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Everyone else was actually would sooner root for the Patriots. They said, which I was surprised about. Brady without the Patriots. I'm I'm interested to see what Belichick. Does I know this is a little bit off topic, but I'm interested to see what Belichick does without Brady. Um, the room that they've got. I mean, I think they need to go. I don't think they could 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 do with another couple of weapons got in that offense to to move them forward. But it'll be interesting. We're saying to they see. might get. They'll probably go after Cam Newton. Yeah, uh, I mean he's it's a sensation. Um, I could see that. Just can't I mean, stay fit. <laughs> no. The other one that's interesting, not that I think he'll go there, but uh, is is Dak at the moment and his contract disputes, as he doesn't want yeah, to he's play. Turned down the biggest contract in NFL history, or at least one of them. Seven hundred, seven hundred million over five years. Yeah, it's something ridiculous, yeah. Um, but then, it, it, but I think it was twenty-five. I think it was twenty-five million guaranteed, with nothing fully guaranteed. So. It's, it, I mean, the numbers sound great, but it's when when you look at it. Cause, I mean, yeah. he's one of the lowest for for where he is in that league. He's, he's, he's probably being underpaid in his last contract. Probably because he's still on his. He might still be on his rookie contract. I'm not too sure. He's this certainly is, on an early contract. This is, I think, this is his second contract. Because this is what he's uh. four. I think he's done four four years in the league. That sounds about right. Years have been flying by. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think probably this is the end of his fourth year. Going from Brady, then this is probably the the perfect uh, tangent. So you go from someone who's probably about as squeaky clean as you can find, and then you've got Billy Joe Saunders, the likes of Antonio Brown, all sorts of these people who just can't stay out of trouble. They fumble the bag when they've got it on the table for have all this cash. I mean, Billy Joe was before the coronavirus he would have been set to sign the contract to face Canelo and you would think people keep saying oh it's just a, it's just a joke with the video he uploaded I don't know if you I assume you've seen the video yes yeah but this was already off the back of the week before he'd made the call to the airline saying that his mate had corona so they pulled him off the flight I didn't know that sorry I haven't seen that yeah in the he, he phoned the airline and they booted off Ben Davison, Josh Taylor, and another lad whose name I can't recall. I don't think I'd heard it before. But this like third lad, they phoned up and said, look, he's got coronavirus, you can't let him on the plane. And then they kicked him off and it was Delta Airlines, I think, and they weren't happy. And he put out an apology like, oh, this wasn't a practical joke. I was really like concerned for his safety and all this. And then a voice note came out of him laughing at it saying how hilarious it was so then he went to a hospital and 
like found himself donating some bottles of water or something to the NHS. And then like two days later, he's putting out another one. I'd like to apologize. And it's, it's only so many apologies you can get away with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the video, uh, it's a joke. I mean, it might be intended, but you've got to, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure if there's a better term for it, but you've got to read the room. Surely you've got Who, to know. It. Who's around him saying this isn't a good idea? Who, more importantly, who's around him re- listening to it going, I'll tell you what, Bill, this is great banter. Uh, <laughs> Someone's filming it. <laughs> <laughs> like, surely. I, I don't, but I mean, I don't, you don't know who's filming it. You don't know what it's like if it's like someone who's just in the entourage and it's just that, well, just just say yes or if it's a, if it's actually a mate of his. But I mean, the domestic, like, and I, I don't mean to, to trivialise domestic violence, but in terms of, like, you, you've got to know in this day and age, you're not, you're never getting away with that. No. Like, on, especially on Twitter. I mean, if you send a group chat, yeah, you might do if you know your mates are going to be interested. Like, if your mates are going to find it funny, you've got a sense of humour that's similar, that's fine. But I mean, I, if you or I, if you or I put a video of that same thing yeah. on Twitter, it's probably going to get picked up and we're probably going to get the same amount of heat for it because you just know, you've got to know. It doesn't matter if it's, there's, you've got to have an awareness. You think there's no way this can be a good idea. There's no other sport that takes pleasure in telling others that, look, if, if you don't do it yourself, then you can't comment. So I don't want these same boxers saying it's a joke if they're not a comedian by trade. <laughs> because it works both ways here and or just get better jokes because he also last year was when he paid that drug addict to punch Ooh. a bloke who was walking past in his car yes i do remember that so it's not like it's a one-off incident which no. is what people are making out saying he does all sorts for charity the stuff he does for charity is to make up for what he's done just before yeah I mean, well, maybe the way around it is just to start doing things for charity and get a bit of credit in the bank. Yeah, and then you can just you can have it in time for the next time you do you foul up. I don't. I, or at I least just say you did, like Fury. I, I assume you've covered. I I gotta say I'm a little bit behind. Yeah, I assume, I assume you've covered the the Tyson Fury and the mystery meat. Yeah, it's a shame. Shame on this up. Um, <laughs> I, but I, I think that's sensational as well. But yeah, I mean, in terms of a- a- athletes, as you say, who always find themselves in trouble, the Antonio Brown thing is, I, I, I can't. Antonio Brown, and I, I think it's I don't know, just because of the sheer amount of money that, that's in. I know money's not everything, but the sheer amount of money that you're, you've yeah. got on in those contracts. It, it, like, I mean, he was, he was an unbelievable wide receiver. I mean, now there's now there's questions whether he'll even be able to play next year. And you just, there's, I mean, I know it's sexual, it's sexual assault that's going to be sort of sorted in the court, but I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't have any, but I think if someone put that much money in front of me, I would do essentially anything to keep it. Yeah, he called police to his house for a domestic dispute earlier in the year and then filmed himself cursing out the police because they were white police that turned up and put on his Instagram live. And it's like, what, are you, what the hell are you doing? No, it's just, it's just a, a, that's just an easy way to make enemies. Um, and I was listening to, I was, just, I was listening to something the other day, and they were talking about, um, especially the sort of cursing people out. There was a thing about him leaving when he left the Pats. Um, he basically, as his pardon shot, he just tore shreds out of Robert Kraft. Um, he, he didn't. His, his pardon shot was all right. Yeah, no, it's fine. I'm off. The, con- the contract's gone. 
and basically just tore strips off Robert Kraft about him by being old and, and, and being foolish and stuff. And you think, well, now... He's been in trouble as well. <laughs> oh, oh, no, but... It was, <laughs> Them was saunas. Still... <laughs> what can you do? Everyone's after a bit these days. But, like, I'm sort of like, with AB, I mean, it's in a place now... Robert Kraft's probably got enough influence over enough people yeah. that if, if he makes the phone classes now, don't touch him. They won't. The only way you take... The only way I think he gets back in and gets himself... A, is obviously if he beats whatever whatever comes in the court. But he also... You'd need to... I think you'd need to be desperate to take to take a chance on him now. Um, Weirdly, you're probably most likely to be the Patriots because they're, the, they're the team that picks the players up like that. Well, he's, he's been in government. He's been, been there. Yeah. And lo- lo- lost out, but apparently, and I know it's all speculation, but apparently the, the tra- I know he played a couple of training games, and because he just works like all, when he's on the pitch, even if it's training, just running routes and stuff. Apparently, he just works hard all the time. Like as as an actual athlete, apparently he's just so driven. He just works hard, like every every down, every rep is pushed out. It's he doesn't take any time off. So apparently, him, him and um, him and Brady got on really well. Which is why I thought yeah. he might he might now have ended up in Tampa, but Bruce Arians came out last last week and said there's no there's no chance of, of them taking a <laughs> of taking a punt on him. Um which is is well, don't know if it's a shame or not, but it would have been interesting just to add him into into that mix that they've got and just it'd be nice to see what him and Brady could do together over a run of more than three games. Well, I was having a look at some other athletes that have kind of fumbled cash that was on the table. And um, Plaxico Burris is a name that came up. So he won the Super Bowl. He's not one of the players whose name you're going to get on the back of your shirt. But in 2008, he was um, playing against the Redskins. And he was kind of locked out of the game. And he went to a nightclub after the game, in his words, to relieve some stress. For some reason, he brought a gun with him. And it slipped out of his trousers and ended up shooting himself in the thigh. Which he isn't good at the best of times, let alone when you're a recognisable person. So he was arrested for carrying an illegal firearm. He was suspended by the Giants. They terminated his contract. And then he had three years out of the league. And because of the way he was uh, terminated, they didn't have to pay any of his contracts. So he missed out on the $25 million deal that he'd signed. Wow. So he played himself. There was another one, um, Marquise Daniels, and this is, I mean, it's it's definitely stupidity, but I don't know where, how you'd weigh it up when you would take being shot in the leg. But So in 2013, he was playing for the Bucks, um, and that's the last uh, NBA team he played for, I believe. Um, and he was a bench player, and he made one of the stupidest purchases that you'll see when... Uh, he spent money from his last contract um, on a pendant shaped like his head. So he, a 3D copy of his head. It was 1.3 kilograms, 14 karat gold, and covered with um, white and cognac diamonds. So the price of that probably would have been close to the 1.2 million that he received on his last contract. And he's not he's not signed one since. So it was a 3D model of his head in diamonds. Yeah. I I mean, the diamonds might have a resale value, but I can't see it anyway. (laughs) That's been a big Marquise Daniels fan to spend 1.2 million on his head. 
There's another one. So you don't usually hear of the name uh, Javaris Christensen, but if you ever hear of um, Gilbert Arenas, usually yeah. the first thing that is remarks isn't the, the player he was, but the fact that uh, Christensen had lost out in a game of cards to him and he owed just over a grand and wasn't paying. And so uh, Gilbert Arenas turned up with a duffel bag full of guns to flush at Crittenton to basically tell him, give him my money. Released soon after that, obviously, and uh, he lost do, that contract there. I do remember Gilbert Arenas. Um, yeah, he went on to do a uh, sports show with uh, Mia Khalifa, which lasted about three weeks. And there was... Um, Crittenton also lost his contract. I think he went to... He signed a non-guaranteed contract with the Bobcats the year after the incident. He was cut three weeks later. And sadly, his life's taken an even darker turn since as he was recently sentenced to 23 years in prison for manslaughter. Yeah. So maybe Gilbert Arenas was the one that got off lucky. I mean, it certainly seems that way. I mean, he spent three weeks with Mia Khalifa. I imagine that was fairly entertaining. <laughs> I can't be honest. <laughs> and the, the last one, which um, I actually remember because I remember it being, I think this was when Undisputed had just started with um, Skip and Shannon. It was um, Jason Pierre-Paul who was playing for the Giants. Um, he was franchise tagged at the time and then he was about to sign a um, $60 million extension when in the off-season he suffered a hand injury from playing with fireworks and lost out on that deal. I, I think a, that's the that's the biggest amount of money, surely. Uh, oh no, sorry, Antonio Brown might have topped that, or would definitely have topped that. But sixty million and playing with, fire, with fireworks, <laughs> and then burning yeah. his own hand. Just playing with playing with fireworks. I mean, I know everyone let off. Like when you're thirteen, fourteen, yeah, everyone lets off the bottle, bottle rocket or two. But like, what, what are you doing? You're a fully grown man, like. <laughs> Do you imagine? It, like, I mean, it, I mean, it amazes me that it didn't happen, but it could have been the same for Balotelli. I mean, when he when those fireworks, when he let those fireworks off, off in his house, if he'd have hurt himself then, surely that would have been the reason that City would have let him go. The last time we spoke about fireworks on here was when it was Halloween and Troy was talking about his times as a youth, chucking them into a chi- chucking a little firework into a Chinese takeaway and. Firing them through uh, drain through someone's drain uh, that they'd ripped off to use as a rocket launcher. So, but he'd another sixty million contracts on the table. No, he also didn't injure his own hand. No. <laughs> All the, the Chinese people, uh, remarkably. So it was we had a happy ending there for everyone. Not like Jump Pierre Paul. No, it was just a belated New Year celebration. Um, Do you keep shaking around excitedly here? Can hear you wobbling around. No, I'm just left on my bed. <laughs> See you rustling. If we go on to um, football, then so the rumours originally were as soon as kind of virus broke out. Look, we're going to have to end the season. Rio Ferdinand was nice enough to say that you have to end the season now. You can't carry on playing the way things are. What do you think is going to happen, and what do you think should happen? What do I think will happen? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure. I can. I'd like to see the season completed, but I mean that's that is just a selfish. That's just a selfish view. That's because we're two, two and a half weeks into this, and I'm sorely missing football. <laughs> um, like to the point 
that I'm driving myself to distraction. Uh, I started watching the highlights because I've seen highlights of so many games recently. I watched something called the American Cornhole League the other day. It was on. We 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 spoke about this um, from the film Dodgeball. People are going to be bored of me talking about this um, from the film Dodgeball when uh, that was released. The channel that they were showing the tournament on in the film was called the Ocho on ESPN, and ESPN yeah, have brought that back for um, a brief amount of time and they had that cornhole league on there and they also had like a bratwurst eating championship back to back with a burger eating championship as their like super sunday and they had all sorts no i like throw in marble runs that's right yeah uh what's the magazine you're reading the film uh osq obscure sports quarterly um and it's yeah. all stuff it's all stuff like that no yeah, it's, i started i've started watching that just to basically uh, it just keeps me away from playing cards and, and gambling frivolously whilst I'm just trying yeah. to fill my weekends. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to see the season completed, but I mean, it depends on when it depends on when sort of lockdown comes uh, it comes to an end um, and when it's safe to do so. That's the most important thing because the behind closed doors thing again is selfish. Right? I think yeah. they will do it, but behind closed doors, as you said. Yeah, it, uh, like, I, I'd be I'd be okay with that. I'd, I mean, I, if I just get to sit and watch sit and watch a game, I'm, I'm happy. But have you seen? I mean, there was videos of games behind closed doors, and there's still ten thousand fans out in the street. Yeah, but and that's that what's going to happen if, when Liverpool win the league, it whether it whether there's an authorized parade or not, Liverpool is still going to come out in droves and fill yeah. the streets. So it's not going to make much difference there. No, exactly. And even like, I mean, some of the games, if you get sort of like 10,000 fans outside the stadium, you've, you've already, you've missed, you've missed the point. Cause if it's still in the air and it's still catchable at that time. Yeah. You, and what can you do? You can't submit. If you play, I mean, if you look at Manchester, Liverpool, you can't, you don't have the police force to man it, man it safely. You don't, don't have the numbers to man it safely. So behind closed doors is probably it's going to cause less problems because are you going to get I mean with the Etihad or, or are you going to get the 60,000 people no if you even even 10,000 creates enough of a risk that you think what's, what's the point I think part of me thinks as much as I do want them to resume the, the season A to watch football but B just to give just to give Liverpool the league and if they give them the league <laughs> to, to make sure it's done at, on a 38 game season because the worst or what will just annoy me because opposition fans will never let it go. Is no, Liverpool, definitely Liverpool not. The league now, it's going to be. It will be with an asterisk. Um, it will be the, the equivalent of uh, be, be like Babe Ruth and Barry Bonds, where it was diff- different season, different games in a yeah. season. So yeah, you broke the home run home run record, but um, there's an, always an asterisk ne- next to your name, and that's that would be one of the worst outcomes for me. I would like Liverpool to win the league, but in a 38 game season. Yeah. Sticking with Liverpool because I imagine winning the league would be right near the top of the list. What's your earliest memory as a Liverpool fan? Uh, two, I, which is strange, but my memory's my memory's not great. Um, but I remember having in '97, '98, Liverpool had a they had a white kit uh, with with the old an oval oval badge and a red collar. I remember being given that. Um, but for the first game I can remember watching it was when we beat Birmingham in 2001 in the League Cup final, and then I remember the FA Cup final when they beat Arsenal. So, That's the but, first game I can properly remember watching the whole thing off. Depressing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I can, can remember that. There's glimpses of football before that, but I think Liverpool yeah. Arsenal is my, is my, like yours, it's the most vivid early memory that I've got. And what is your best and worst memory as a Liverpool fan to date? Best is Istanbul. Um, winning the Champions League last year was, was great. But 2005, I remember being, I was on quite young, I remember my mum sending me out to bed and I had to watch the penalty shootouts on top from the edge of my bed. <laughs> um, just, just like diving around trying to be Dudek. Um, and just it was ridiculous. Just the most excited I think I've ever. I was probably one of the most excited I've been in my life. Um, when that when the whistle went and Liverpool won it. Um, worst memory, same team is for me. It's losing the, the final in two thousand and seven. Oh, I love that. <laughs> in I still I still haven't forgiven him. But, they still maintain as a handball and not free kick. Um, I just, well, you got yeah. away with the Gerard dive in 05, so it evens out. <laughs> Come on now, be serious. There's no way BT dive. Sport at the moment, they're showing Liverpool Madrid. So yeah. that will please Liverpool fans. The, not from the not from the final, from uh, where you battered them. Oh, what, in the quarters? Yeah. yeah. That was great. Torres, Mascherano. Yeah. Um, Another dive, yeah. actually, <laughs> from uh, uh, Ryan Babel. Usually drink, usually dance, usually Babel. Unbelievable player. Just the definition. He wasn't unbelievable, but just mercurial talent. When he when he wanted to play, he was great. And he got he got abandoned me for tweeting a picture of um, Howard Webb in a United shirt. He did. Similar similar reason that I almost put Shelby in my team. Actually, it was when he told Kirby to fuck off. <laughs> Unbelievable. Still got a place in my heart just for that. Um, no, worse. Sorry, go on. Yeah, go on. No, go on. I was going to go on to the next thing. I was going to say that. that 2007, yeah. So there's a couple. I mean, losing the league under Rodgers, that, that wasn't fun. Um, losing the league under Benitez, that, 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 that was awful as well. It was just games there that we drew. I, remember, I think we drew to someone like Stoke. And I'm just thinking, like, this is, this is it. Not not one of the worst memories, but one of the vivid ones was getting beat six one by Stoke on the last day of the season. <laughs> last game, last, uh, last I was, game. I was playing football. Um, I, was, I was playing football actually, and I just remember one of the lads giving me a shout and saying, "Oh, do you know what? You want the score?" I was thinking, "I'll be one 0 two 0 lift one." They went, no, <laughs> six, "This is six 0 to Stoke." So I checked my phone and I was like, "All oh, right, this is this is fantastic." <laughs> what what was what was worse, the Gerard slip or Chris Dambul? Uh, the, the palace was off. Yeah. But oh, because of, I maintain, I still maintain now. I get quite worried after that. But I maintain it's when Henderson gets sent off against. Uh, he got sent off against Chelsea. There's no. He got yeah. uh, sent off against this Chelsea or City. So much my memory is terrible. He got, he got sent off. Not sure. Missed, I was about to say United, so I'm all over the shop. No, he got sent off against. City or Chelsea. I'm sure someone can, can tell you. So apologies. The more memory is not great. Um, but he got sent off, and I remember watching as Palace broke to score one of the goals. Just remember w- watching him run, f- come forward, thinking Henderson would be great there. Just wanted a player to either just take the take the yellow, just clip someone's ear, pull a shirt, do, just disrupt the flow of play, and take the yellow and get everything set, or just be in front of it to read the game. But when they when it went when they scored, you could see it coming. Um, the the Chelsea one, I, 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 I still think the Palace game's the worst one for me. 
next thing then? What is the weirdest thing you've ever bet on? Very good question. Weirdest thing I've ever bet on. Um, I had a couple of odd ones, like quite conventional sports, but in strange locations. Um, like Kenyan football, you know, Taiwanese <laughs> basketball. Um, I've never That's bet- quite a popular answer, actually, Taiwanese basketball. <laughs> it's, it's on all the time. Um, Thai, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um, badminton, that was a strange one because there's just no zero about the sport. Table tennis. Um, yeah, I've had a table tennis bet backed all the Chinese players and they all lost. That's fair. Uh, but if, if Timo Ball's playing, he's like a German, like he's like number one in the world. He's, <laughs> he's, yeah, he's an insane, mate. He's so good. Um, we've, we've got a table tennis table where I work and basically we play all day. So there's about 10 of us that play. And everyone's just quite interested in table tennis now just to actually see people who are good at it. Um, Kenyan football, that's, that's got to be up there. I mean, any virtual, outside of casino, any virtual sport, I think is the weirdest thing you can bet on. That was what Rory said, where some of them have like a horse in like like a carriage behind them and it's like monsters and all sorts. Oh, see the clips on that. Facebook. No, I've <laughs> never seen that. Um, I mean, the actual carriage racing, I, bet, I used to bet on that when I, was, uh, when I was in Australia. It used to be quite big out there. Um, it's the only place that I've ever really seen it done. Um, yeah, any virtual, it's like virtual Formula One. It's just, it's just odd to me. I remember staying up for um, Pacquiao Bradley free with a mate, and he at like three o'clock in the morning. It was one of them cards that just felt like it was never going to end. And he asked if I had a pen and paper. I was like, No, why do you need a pen and paper? He's like, Well, I'm trying to see if there's a pattern with um, who's winning in the virtual horses. It's three a.m. There's surely have a sleep. You don't need to, and if there was a pattern, I'm sure someone else would have cracked it by now. Yeah. Not you, Sherlock, here at 3am <laughs> with a pen and paper going, you know what, it's 216 every time. But, I mean, people do do it. People look for the patterns um, just to try and find any, I mean, it doesn't exist because it's all, it's all done, done by algorithms and stuff so it shouldn't be. It's just a million different permutations of everything, all the information and it comes out, it should come out randomly, but I'm sure there's got to be people all over the world trying to find a pattern. Eh? You you know, as well as I do, gamblers will, will take anything that yeah. you think, <laughs> think gives you an edge. It'd be a lucky rabbit's foot, or it can be the fact that 216 followed by 417 has happened twice in, in 25 races. You just you take what you can if you think it gives you an edge. You, you've got to be in it for the long run, the people that bet on virtual cricket, because test cricket, as long as it is, Virtual cricket is one over each. Six balls. Oh, I could get quite into that. It's amazing. With this lack, with this lack of sport here, I'm thinking people are sat there with um, player A is on 30 runs and you're looking at player B and he's got a mean Yorker on him. No, not quite. No, it's six balls each. It's uh, it's just, it's like a super, it's a, basically a super over. Um, oh, that does sound quite good, actually. Oh, so I've never had a bet on it, but as you say, Rory's, uh, Rory showed has shown me a couple of games, and it's sorry, it's it's fun to watch, but I wouldn't, I don't want to start betting on it because I think I could get quite, I could get quite into it and be quite interested by it. Well, um, we but, were saying about the weird things you see at the top of um, Bet Three Six Five on like the feature at the moment. 
and I've just loaded it up to see what the featured event is on in play, and it's PDC Darts at Home Exhibition, which is two <laughs> blokes playing, two pros playing darts through a computer screen. Let's have a look. Am I on that? Does it doesn't give me the features? Uh, Matthew, it's like the main in play thing. Yeah. Yeah, I found I can see it. Just doesn't show me the features, but I don't know if I've, I haven't updated. So, it's pretty oh, just like the time. ones at the top. So it's um, it's football, racing, oh, yeah. greyhounds, darts, and virtuals. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, Matthew. Because we were saying how how mad it is that the people there's people out there that like specialize in betting on greyhound racing. Like people who win like greyhound accurate is the strangest thing. Yeah, absolutely. Again, it's something I could watch, but it's something I could watch for hours. If there was an endless stream of races, I could sit and watch dogs run around the track for hours. But I don't You'd enjoy I'd... that more without a bet on, though, I swear, because losing that must be the most irritating thing in the world. I couldn't imagine having a big bet on grounds. No, I, I think it's one of the most unpredictable. I think you're it's in one trouble of the most... if you're lumping on that. Yeah, I think it's one. Of, it's got to be most un- one of the most unpredictable sports. Yeah, it's one of the only. It's the only sport I can think of where a uh, not say a human has zero control. It's all the dog. If when you watch when you watch a horse race, the jockey's got as a modicum of control. You're backing the jockey as much as you are the horse. What what the ride is and how they ride it, but it, grounds you just let them go, and it's what the dog wants to do. All the training yeah. you you put in. If the dog doesn't want doesn't want to turn up on the day. I suppose it's similar with horses, but it's got something to give it, got someone to give it a push. But once once the gate opens, if a dog doesn't fancy it, then you aren't really going to change his mind. No, definitely not. So the next feature we have here is, um, could you beat a pro athlete? So I've got some questions here for you. Okay. And you're going to say whether you think you could do this or not. Okay. So, could you score a penalty past De Gea? Do I only get? Have I only got one attempt? I don't know. We didn't actually special. We didn't actually kind of put a number on this. So I assume you probably could have more than one. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I I, I think so because I I think the first one you just you try. This sounds ridiculous. If anyone ever sees a photo of me <laughs> that, I, that I'm trying that, that I'm trying to make it sound as though I can play football, um, you just I think for the first one. You just try and give him the eyes, and I, you'd stick it straight down the middle. You? <laughs> just oh, oh if, if he takes a guess, if he ta- if he picks a side, because it's very rare keepers stay down the middle for the first penalty in any shootout. You know, go for the penenka. You've got it all to gain in that situation. <laughs> you've got it all to lose. Ah, I mean, again, you've got to watch me run up for a penalty. So does the the end result is never going to be as embarrassing as me having to run six yards to try and hit a ball. Um, this was actually a question we did um, on Friday. What do you think is more disrespectful, a penenka, um, scoring a penenka on someone, or conceding a penenka or being dunked on, or the opposite way around? So, what's more disrespectful, to being dunking on someone, being dunked on? I think yeah. being being dunked on surely has to be one of the lowest moments in sports. Yeah. <laughs> like, imagine. Like, look at some of the players. Go going back. Imagine if Shaq dunked on you. That's. I don't know how if, if that's embarrassing though, because that's one of them where you're looking up, saying, "Come on, what was I going to do here?" 
Okay, no, I'll give you that. But I mean, I'm just talking in pure size. Is that outside of combat sports, at that moment in time, that's the most you're ever going to be physically dominated in your life? Yeah. Like, I actually think Kapelenka is more disrespectful because it's usually going to be a more pressured moment. Like a dunk okay. can just be the best option. Yeah. No, I uh, no, I understand that. Yeah, you sometimes a dunk is is what's there for you if there's no, no other options. But yeah, a Penanka, you you've looked, you've basically looked him in the eye, and you you've done or you are doing your best to embarrass him. You do get some, you do see some dunks where you know who you know whoever the player is. They've they've seen it's that, yeah. that defender, and they've just gone for it. Like whatever whatever happens, I I want to embarrass you. I do get your point. I think being dunked on would be the lowest. If you concede, <laughs> if you concede a it's it's like any penalty. I mean, if you're in goal facing a penalty, I know it's high high pressure situations, but unless you make an actual mistake that goes through your hands or you, the key, keepers rarely have don't actually lose anything today. It's not like if you look no. at like players playing for England missing penalties, they were national disgraces before the Peter <laughs> adverts and stuff, and they were vilifying. There's a keeper if you can see the penalty, it's like oh unlucky, but like yeah, on to the next one. So I think, yeah, I, th- I think scoring a Penenka and being dunked on at the two. So you, you've got a round. Could you land a jab on Lomachenko? <laughs> no. Well, you'll um, be surprised to hear that Rory said he could. He's got quick hands. He does have fast hands. I mean, I'm not sure his footwork's good enough to catch Loma. The only way I think I could do it, this is thinking about it is essentially would just be to storm the ring from the first bell. Fake a glove touch. (laughs) That's a great one. Just hold it up. Hold up the right and then just throw a left at him. But the only way I could conceivably see it, and even this is like miracles really, would just be to run at him and just just throw one. (laughs) (laughs) Just just throw one at him. Just throw one at him. Because if he sets his feet and we move in together now, you could give me no, I was going to say 12 rounds, but that's not true because I'd probably have a heart attack way before 36 minutes. Um, you could give me a couple of rounds. There's no way I'm catching him. No. <laughs> far far better fighters have struggled. <laughs> exactly. People who are in shape have, have struggled. And no, there's no way. He's, he's far, far too fast. He's under, he's do, you think, do you think you could take down any ranked athlete in the UFC? No, no one of my size. So no one from. No, anyone. So any. So this could be a women's hundred and fifteen pounder. So whether not, you bat yourself to land a takedown. I'm not going to fall into that trap because I've seen some of these women like the weight fight. Absolutely <laughs> yeah. brutal. So I don't want to say it and d- dismiss it and people be like, no, there's no way. Um, probably not. I'm not just not that way inclined. I no. give it. I give it a go. Like with the, the stuff that I used to do for. For exercise and for fun, I'd definitely give it a go. But no, I don't. I don't think. I'd like to think that if I'm shooting, <laughs> the only way I could see it happening again is if, as if if I was clinched up with someone a lot smaller than me, and either just trying to fall, just bring forward and just go dead weight and hope their legs go with me, or if it was someone who's 115 pounds, if we we're in a clinch and I can get my arms up, essentially just try and throw. But that would be it. Like shooting for takedowns. No, not yeah. <laughs> no, not if that not if there was ten million dollars on the line. If any player in the NBA gave you a nine nil lead in a first of ten baskets, could you get the one basket to win before they 
reach 10 themselves. Where we should have from. So it's like a game of like one-on-one. So oh, once you've missed, then they can pick up the rebound. So Oh, and then I've got to check the ball back to them. If it's not just straight free, not just essentially free throws, then no. probably not. No, if, if, if I've actually got to move past them, no, absolutely not. Like, well, I mean, you could you could pull up from range if you back yourself. <laughs> I it may the only way I, I haven't got I, I haven't got a jump shot. And I, <laughs> my knees my knees and ankles aren't going to take all of this coming up and coming back down. Um, that's a tragedy waiting to happen. They're, no, I don't think so. Especially in, but, I, um, the oh no, I'd have to hope they no. So I was going to say hopefully they miss. And I, I, I can pick up the rebound, but we've still got to go back and check the ball. No, I think... Um, I, I mean, I'm never crossing anyone. Well, no, if if you get the rebound, then you go back to the start and That's what it's I mean. just yeah, back got, to you. Yeah, sort of, they've, got to check, they've got to check the ball back to... I, they'll yeah. check the ball back to me. No, because ne- I mean, I'm never crossing anyone. I haven't got fast hands. Um, <laughs> I, I certainly haven't got a fast leg, so no, I, I probably get beat 10-9. All right, um, so we've got three left. On the one-yard line... Could you stop Marshawn Lynch from scoring? No. <laughs> no, absolutely not. You'd hit me like a steam train. <laughs> I'd probably be comatose. If, and if we reverse it and make it fair, on the one-yard line, could you score on Marshawn Lynch? This is the only thing This is the only thing I think I might have a chance at. That and maybe if I got five penalties against De, De Gea. I think on the one yard line, because I mean it'd be caught. It'd be. I think I'd just be looking for a quarterback sneak, or if it's just one on one. I see. I'd be yeah. better in it one on one. I'd give it a go. I, You've got to hope you can get the wide run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, physically, I, I do imagine going chest to chest with Marshawn Lynch. Well, see, going back through these questions, Rory didn't think he could land a basket he he didn't he, think he could land a takedown on a ranked athlete but he did think he could land a jab on Lomachenko <laughs> so they're far more confusing yeah um, and the last the last question um, how many how, well, how long do you think you could last in a ring with Deontay Wilder could you last a round uh, no uh, no, I was going to try and be like give myself some sort of credit at the end, but no, absolutely not. I... He's definitely going to catch you. In. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's not even a question of if it's when. If I yeah. last, I don't even think. But it's not even. It wouldn't even be the big right hands or the big the big punches that I'd be scared. I mean, if he goes low to the body and catches me somewhere near the kidney, I'm I'm, I'm on my ass. No, absolutely yeah. not. A cuffing oh, shot's going to hurt just as hurt more than anything you've ever been hit with before, even bang on. Exactly. Um, I would last exactly as long as Deontay Wilder wanted it to. If he wanted to, <laughs> if he wanted to move, to, if he wanted to step in quickly, I don't think it. I probably wouldn't be ten seconds. My only option would be to run, like not move around the ring, like run around the ring. So you were talking about the mats right at the beginning. Just do that, and actually, quite yeah. nicely. I'd probably end up falling flat on my back anyway. So, um, right, we've but, got. Go on. No, no, go on. Yeah. So we got some quick fire questions here, just your standards. So, dog or cat? Cat. Netflix or YouTube? 
Netflix. Eggs or bacon? Bacon. Music or podcasts? Mm, music. Cake or pie? Sweet or savoury pie. It's just a pie, so you can have your choice. Pie. Burger or pizza? Pizza. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. And TV show or film? Film. All right. You've someone has to take a penalty to save your life. Who are you giving that responsibility? The one and only James Milner. Rory oh. mentioned him, but didn't pick him out right. What What was his answer? I think he went with Letizia. It's fair. That's a, yeah, it's fair. That's a great, great shout. Out. He missed one we, in his career. Yeah, everyone mentions uh, Zidane until, with the reason being, look, well, he's, he's got a Penenka in a World Cup final. So I don't want someone taking a Penenka when my life's on the line. No. If if there's a gun to my head, I want somebody who's going to look the keeper in the eye and drill it, drill it top right, pull bottom right. Yeah, I took Lampard. He's World Cup games, penalty, uh, Champions Leagues. He's done a lot there. So Fair. I don't think I've given this question the consideration it, it deserves. Yeah. No, I've heard these arguments. Basically, I, I read the question and I was like, yeah, it'd be, it'd be nilly. But yeah. now, that I'm, now that I'm hearing this, Letitia's probably got, he's got to be the best answer, surely. I mean, well, we were saying, and we didn't specify this, how it changes if uh, the person knows it's to save your life. Like if Letizia knows you're a Liverpool fan, he might he might just blaze it over the bar. <laughs> yeah, high pressure. That's a very good question. High high pressure situations. I mean, lamps like you said, World Cups and stuff. Um, whereas I know this is going to sound bad, but Letizia was playing for Southampton. They have relatively big games, but yeah, they they weren't um, they they weren't exactly the top of the pinnacle of football. Um, if it changes, don't know. I'll stick, stick with this. I'll keep the faith, James Milner. Just hopefully I'd never have to find out. <laughs> um, let's have your favourite eleven then. Okay. Now we've only got a couple more things. Now it's fine. Give me two seconds just to bring it up in front of me. So, for keep in goal, there were so yep. many choices. But again, I tried to keep it. I tried to keep it a little less Liverpool centric. So in goal, I've gone for Casillas. Yeah, just cat-like reflexes. Uh, left back Ashley Cole. Um, on the basis that there was a period where I think he was the best left back on the planet. Yeah, by Agreed. a huge stretch. Um, the first name on my team sheet is, comes next: Sammy Appiah. Um, Ricardo Carvalho, Carvalho as the other centre half. Just didn't expect to hear his name come up. As a as a player as a player to watch. Just thought he was phenomenal. Those first two, those those first two years where they won the league under Jose, and it was him, him and Terry. Um, just thought he was ridiculous. There were again, there were quite a few other options. Um, Vincent Company was one. Nesta was one. Jackie McNamara was one. Um, but I went, went with Carvalho, uh, and at right back, Mister Consistent, Steve Finner. <laughs> <laughs> Never did that. to hear him get a mention. Did not set a foot wrong when he played for Liverpool, and he won a Champions League. Yeah. What, what more can you ask? Um, as a Liverpool fan, probably the next one's the most obvious player on the list, Steven Gerrard. Yeah. In, next to him, in the middle, almost in, in the anchor, will, will be Neil Lennon. Um, <laughs> what the... Dad's a big Celtic fan, though. 
Um, and you're I'm, a Rangers man. Please don't say that. I don't, can, you, can you cut that out of the recorder? I don't want. I don't want that accusation living on the internet forever. Um, so uh, Lenny, when he played for Celtic, I remember being about eight, seven, eight, nine, ten. My dad just used to have games on, just being like transfixed by this little ginger bloke who was just smashing everything that moved. Just anything that came near him, just. I mean, he could play. I mean, he could play football as well. I know he does. That's that's what people remember him for. But he could actually play football as well. But just remember watching him smashing everything that moved, and and that that just being ridiculous. Um, Me and Troy are both doing a save at the moment on Football Manager, where we've moved Celtic into the Prem and given them sixty million to spend and see how well you do. Okay, talk to me. We're both doing all right. Uh, not too bad actually. But did you up sign and down. Um. Jack Grealish, uh, Granite Xhaka, who I regret that. He's got a bad attitude. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, um, I, I managed to convince um, Lotaro Martinez to go. I had to convince the board to uh, give him more cash than we'd usually uh, take. Essentially, I've, I've forked out an instalment, so if we don't get a decent position this year, I may have bankrupted the club, so... <laughs> We got. I hope we do well. No, that's fair enough. But what a signing that would be. Jesus. Yes. Um, next to next to next to Lenny would be Xavi. Because I mean, come on, it's Xavi. Xavi or Xavi? Xavi. Z X V I. Xavi. Xavi. I was always more of an Iniesta man myself out of the two. I understand that. Just watching. I just think watching Xavi. He was around. Just. Oh, he was just unbelievable, wasn't he? He's Xavi. been exposed in Qatar. <laughs> he's fifty-two. <laughs> he's been exposed. He's fifty-two, playing in fifty-two degrees heat. I know he was never. I know he liked to be silky, but I mean, come on, he can barely He walk turned down the Barca manager's job this time. I, I did see that. Yeah, I don't blame him. Like you don't. It's a bit of a. I think he they don't play around in Spain. <laughs> no, yeah, but I don't think he wants to take it at the moment. You want to go when the clubs. Especially as you say, they don't play around. You don't want to go and then get axed after six months, and then there's no, there's never a way you're going to come back. Is that if you build it and you come in when they're doing, they're okay, as it were, rather than sort of any unrest. Apparently, there's a lot of unrest, um, like politically within the club at the moment. Yeah, just with frequent manager changes and who supports who. So you, you don't want to get involved in that and then get on the wrong side of someone and you've gone after six <laughs> months and now there's no, there's no way back for you. I don't blame them. Um. In in the ten, so we've got it just should have clarified but it'd be four three one two. Uh number right. ten. Ronaldinho. Yeah. Come on, like just oh, just ridiculous. Like just even now you sit and I know football's changed now, but you'd love to see him playing games. You'd love to see him playing games these days. Just how incredible it would be. I know it's done. Well, I think it I think it was like the mail put a headline out that was clearly worded to get a reaction where he's in prison at the moment, which is a whole nother story. <laughs> Trying to use a fake passport when you're Ronaldinho with them teeth. Yeah. But the headline began like uh, Ronaldinho beaten by robbers and thieves. And then it was like <laughs> in a football three, match as he loses Sunday. his golden touch. It's like, you can't open a story like that. <laughs> Expecting to see photos of the worst and then it's just him getting beat 3-2 by Paolo and Juan. Like yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's fair. Uh, and up top, gone for Thierry Henry. Yeah, partly to please you, but partly other than players. Also, players that outside of players who have played for Liverpool and Celtic, he's 
quite easily my favourite footballer. Just, I'm still convinced to this day that he didn't used to run, he just used to glide across the pitch. Just, it shouldn't be possible for someone to move that gracefully, that quickly. Still a phenomenal. And to complete it, the king of kings, Henrik Larsson. <laughs> two Celtic players. Yeah, of course. My favourite my favorite 11, the two teams, well, yeah, probably the two teams I've spent most most time in my Our life. Next United. Yeah, well, I was hoping you'd skip over that, to be honest. Yeah. But there's, I, I was going through, and it's players, I just based it on players that I love to watch. Yeah. I, I feel like I've, pro- I've disrespected so many United players, but I just can't. <laughs> No matter how good no. they are, I just I can't say that I like watching them because it means I've got. Berbatov's the only one for me. No, no, thank you. I get what you mean, but even what United and what's top... the? Yeah, I know. Even what's really the like... worst case of um, mistaken identity? Ronaldinho getting caught with the fake passport, or uh, the scandal that went around uh, Fat Ronaldo and the case of mistaken identity there. What was the case of state mistaken identity there? Well, he thought he was taking over a woman. Say that again. He thought he was taking over a woman. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and he wasn't. Forgotten. <laughs> 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 um, no, it's it's the Ronaldo. It's the Ronaldo thing, surely. Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ronaldinho was wanted. He was probably going to go to jail anyway. He's in jail. The the um, the fake passport thing is better for him because I'm pretty sure the tax evasion sentence that he was looking at would have been longer than six months. Oh, Christ. So, <laughs> I think he's he's probably relatively happy. I mean, also, he's probably the absolute top boy in that prison. Cause yeah. If they play football, you, you don't want to be out in his legs, do you? I mean, you might, might have a broken hand or something if, if a punishment's needed, but you're hardly going to be going after his bottom half, are you? You're gonna need Imagine the tension if you're uh, picking numbers to decide the teams. <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine. Yeah, but he, he'd have to be captain, wouldn't it? I know that's annoying. I suppose for, for fifth, that's annoying for someone straight away. But do you imagine? <laughs> imagine him the dirty look first. when 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 the other lad picks you first. Yeah, I oh, know. <laughs> that's probably a stabbable offence. <laughs> you couldn't imagine. Imagine it's a shame. Imagine a prison team of him and Adam Johnson. Oh, what a way! What a way to go forward. Not that they're on the same level, but. I've got this um, 0607 database for football manager. Adam Johnson's on there as like a 17-year-old. Yeah. And I said, like, could I guide him down the right path here? <laughs> Decided you don't want you don't. I don't want that controversy at the club, so I'll steer clear. I mean, how do you guide him down the right path? I mean, Adam does a favour. And you send it. You you send him on a leadership course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, which just... you can do on the new one. Just don't let girls who uh, don't let girls who look like children into your car. I'm sorry, I don't know if I can get away with saying that. I tried to try, try to bring it. We've had far worse on here. Don't worry. No, last, no. last three things then. So, what are you watching or have recently watched on Netflix that you would recommend for people to watch while stuck indoors? Uh, Nightfall is is good. It's about the Templar Knights. This makes me sound a little bit geeky, but I'm really into to the history it's about the the, Tem- the Templar Knights in 15th century France and just towards as they come to an end but it's, it's what is it is it a documentary or like that no, no I'm not that bad no it's it's, it's fictionalised <laughs> it's fictionalised and it's about them and the, the the war that they had with the King of France basically if you're into is it subtitled or in English no it's in English the um oh, it's the bloke who's on a recent podcast Sean said he was 
getting into subtitles like it was a genre. <laughs> um, so I, I basically just, well, it's a bit different now because of isolation, but I basically just watch TV as I'm going to bed. Um, just yeah. I set like a bit of white noise on in the background, unless I'm watching something like Nightfall when I'm really focusing on it. So I stay away from a lot of st- things that are subtitled because it would, takes far more of my focus yeah um, so probably like people say like I've, it's one of the reasons i've never actually watched watched narcos no i haven't watched it either i watched i think uh, the first three episodes and it didn't really do much for me but i'm sure it probably no, would if i went back i was waiting for i was waiting for me to say that too and you just absolutely absolute chastised me but that's fine no um, you need to get on uh ozark apparently it's amazing it is um got two episodes which i'll probably watch after this left of season three have you started watching The Wire yet? No, I haven't. I plan. I had a lot planned for um, the two weeks off I had. And then it was one of them where I constantly said I wanted to make sure I was giving it my full attention Yeah. for like each thing that I planned to watch. And so I didn't really get around to watching any of them. Okay. No, I get I, I was I was about to finally watch Godfather 2, which is mental that I've not watched. But yeah, I know. I know. It's one of them where I keep delaying it. Same with Inception. But then I finally sat down to watch it and I had a copy with um, no subtitles. So I've had to put it on the back burner again. A copy with no subtitles? What do you need subtitles for? Godfather 2 is in English. No, there's scenes in Italian. Oh, sorry. Yes, of course there is. I was thinking... I was thinking the whole like, first hour, basically. Because yeah, I sat through... Because uh, I'd read... I know there's one scene in a diner or a restaurant where they didn't put subtitles on it but the rest of the scenes where there is Italian being spoken is yeah, supposed yeah. to be subtitles. So yeah, it, is. I, so I, just... it turns out I actually had the Blu-ray, which I found, but I just need to watch it. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's the Godfather too. It's worth it. Um, have you ever seen the third one? No, I've seen the first, but okay. it's, it's, I was only thinking this the other day, what I would like to do, I want to find someone. Cause I actually, I assume, you know what people think of the Godfather part three. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I, I want to find someone. I'd love to find somebody who's never seen any of them, and I would just want them to. I'd want them to watch part of three f- um, first. Not, I, I know chronic, it messes up the timeline and stuff, but I actually like it as a film. Other than the weird incest bit, which you'll know. I mean, I'm not gonna. That's not a spoiler because it, it's no, very, fine. it's very, it's very apparent from the first ten minutes what I'm referring to. Um, other than that, I actually really like it as a film. But people, so I, I, I would always tell people to watch it, but people just hate it because it doesn't compare to the first two. Yeah. It, it doesn't, it doesn't. But if you take that well, out of it as a standalone film, it's, it's not bad. We'll never have a worse shout than Troy saying that Home Alone 3 was the best one. I've watched the first one. You don't need it. to see the third. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. I've seen the first one and that's it. Although I think. As a podcast, we've said that the third dialogue is the best. Yep. Samuel L. Jackson? Yeah. And Jeremy Irons? Yep. Yeah, Watch it know. recently again. Yeah, it's by far well, the best one. Last two questions then. So three best people you could be quarantined with. Uh, my my uh, choices were uh, Wenger, De Niro and Vince Vaughn. Really good choices. So I would have you won't to be quite clash there. No, I think if you listen to De Niro these days, other than 
political people that he politically advises. He just seems to get on with just about everyone. Um, people I'd want to be quarantined with. There's an American comedian. Uh, he does. He's like really good mates with Joe Rogan. I don't know how much of Rogan you, you listen to called Tom Segura. Yeah, I know he is. I was watching the thousandth one again the other day, which the clips from the the best I think I've seen. Okay. Um, yeah, I'd love to, love to be quarantined with Tom Segura. Um, what else? Quentin Tarantino. I'd just love to sit and speak to him. I reckon he could wind you up after a bit of time. Who, me personally or just in general? In general. Okay. Um, possibly, but I think the way to keep him quiet or the way to keep him happy, and I would be ecstatic with is just to put a film on. Just put films on <laughs> and let, just speak to him about films. Um, I, I, it's funny, I, Tarantino popped into play because I watched, um, I was listening to when I was working earlier, uh, the, thank you for the recommendation, by the way. The, yeah, the he's done a, yeah, he's done a couple episodes of that, hasn't he? Yeah, I was listening to the one about the King of New York City and just like forgotten how good he is just to hear him talk about films. It's just, it's amazing. Uh, third person, Denzel. Good choice. Yeah, I think I, 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 it would just be a, Denzel or Samuel L. Jackson, just to be a, just just to have one, just to listen to either of them. But actually, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to go Samuel L. Jackson. All right, I've recommended this um, each day this week without actually having seen the film. So I think I said to you before, I got this book for Christmas with a hundred mafia movies in there. Yeah. And near the back of the book, there was one that caught my eye. Um, now to set the scene it's got a 7.5 rating on IMDB it's in 1999 rated 15 it's uh, called Ghost Dog The Way of the Samurai Forrest Whitaker is the lead role and the synopsis is an African American mafia hitman who who models himself after the samurai of old finds himself targeted for death by the mob okay so um, I'm going to give that a watch this week. Okay. There's, I mean, in the the book, I mean, there's some uh, the the foreign, oh, sorry, the foreign films will be interesting to to watch as well. Like there's a there's a film that came out not long ago, probably four years ago. Um, it's it's made it's a South Korean film, I think, and Harvey Harvey Keitel randomly just plays a mafia don't know. There's just there's some really random ones. Um, but stuff. Yeah, I mean, if you're interested in that sort of thing, um, if you've, never, you've ever seen Brooklyn Rules, too, about Alec Baldwin and Freddie Prince Jr. No. Oh, how recent um, is it? 2000, uh, 2006 or 2008 off the top of my no, head. I was thinking of a different film. There's one with Mark Wahlberg, but I think that was called like Broken City or something. With Russell Crowe? Maybe. Yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe plays the mayor. Yeah, really good film. Watch I remember watching it at the cinema. <laughs> that's, yeah, it's going back. Well, that's on, that's on Netflix, so I, I really like that film. Um, it's just Mark Wahlberg being Mark Wahlberg, really. Yeah. Who who are the three worst people you could be stuck with? Um, Boris Johnson, even pre-coronavirus. <laughs> I mean, definitely now. Um, Katie Hopkins. Yeah, she was on my list. Just as I would despise almost any word that comes out of her mouth. Um, and Roy King. <laughs> Although him with them two would be sensational. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's fair. But, but I mean, it, as a yeah, as a trio, 
it would probably be passable because you'd just be laughing at Roy King. But I mean, so, get McManaman in there as that third option. Stevie Mac, what, what a hero. Just love oh, Christ. I know why you dislike him, and it's probably the reason that I I, I do realise it is just so biased, but I do like just like listening to him speak about Liverpool because it's just glowing every time. Even Roy, Liverpool fans I know don't like you. Yeah, but I just think it's funny because I know how much it winds, it winds up so many people. Every yeah, time he's on, it definitely does. Every time he's, he's, he commentates on a game, or on a Liverpool game, the, the Twitter just goes goes mad. <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know about Roy Keane. I feel like I've done Keane a, dis- a bit of a disservice. There. <laughs> uh, maybe, His maybe reactions to them too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I feel like... I don't know if there's anyone else. Is there anyone else that I really... I don't know if Alex Ferguson. No, because as much as I hate him footballing, I you you'd actually sit and have a conversation. Do you imagine the stuff that you'd have? To I don't think I would. About? Really? Get Gabriel Ainsley in there as your third option. <laughs> That's a throwback. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anyone that I really did, just would really don't like? I, I don't think there is. Um, Really hard question. So Piers Morgan pops to mind, but I mean, if you put those three together, eventually they would just synthesise, and you'd just be left with one <laughs> fucking awful atrocity. As awful as he is, you could also have some entertaining conversations with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, I know. Sorry, I've got it. Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, oh, Christ. Yeah. Sorry. No, again, you probably run the same risk that eventually they just sim- they just synthesise <laughs> and you end up with just the worst, the, the worst human being of in, in existence. Yeah, you end up with just the worst human being in, in modern history. But I take my chances. But yeah, I, I think I would end up I would end up getting rid of myself far far before <laughs> the coronavirus does in that one. And last question then. So you can you can have one snack and one drink, an endless supply of it, until the virus blows over, what are you taking? Drink-wise, there's a drink called Solo. It's, I've, no, I've never seen it in, over here, but they used to sell it in Austin. It's just like, it's just a lemonade, but it's like the sharpest, sourest lemonade that I've ever tried. It's amazing. And when it's when it's cold, oh, nothing beats it. I keep, I, I keep umming and ahhing about ordering myself just a crate of 12 <laughs> or 24 of it, but it's quite expensive for the yeah. fact that it's, it's just can, it's just cans of pop, um, and I can't I can't justify spending spending it. Um, food, like a, 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 as a snack, as for something I would say as a snack, probably something like dry roasted peanuts. Yeah, I said you said snack, so people didn't just say pasta. Okay, so if it was like an actual food stuff, it would just be an endless endless supply of pizzas, just pepperoni, uh, yeah, pepperoni pizzas. But after 12 weeks, I'd probably put on four stone in my skin and look shite. But <laughs> I'd, I'd be a very happy man. Pepperoni pizza and lemonade I could never could never make me feel bad. Well, that just about wraps us up, I think. So thanks again for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. Don't be alarmed. Your timeline will be a lot busier this week and probably next with more and more episodes preempting one of us getting the virus and so the podcast maybe having to have a backlog here so this will be out at some point enjoy it we'll be back thank you